Welcome to Grow With Soul, a simple marketing podcast by me, Kate Ferris, a creative business and marketing coach living in the mountains in North Wales. Grow With Soul is for creatives who either have their own business or who dream of having their own business and who want to grow slowly, sustainably and soulfully in their work and in their life. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hello and welcome to episode 86 of Grow With Soul. Today I'm going to do a deep dive into one of the things that I'm asked about most often. Identifying your ideal customer. This is one of those things that you know that you're supposed to do, you know that it will crack a code for you and help you to know what to do next, yet you always feel like there's a secret that you're missing and you've not quite got it right. If this is something that you want to uncover a little more in your business and really dive deep on, then my new customer kit workbook is now available and linked in the show notes. And in this episode, I'm going to take you through the process shared in that kit. So knowing your customer is a fundamental of marketing. That statement kind of goes without saying, I know, but I think we often underestimate just how fundamental it really is. The fundamentals can often become detached from the actualities of your business. They're so important that they're theorised about at length, but this can make them something of a tick box exercise that you don't really properly use or apply in every little part of your business. Knowing your customer has far reaching ramifications in your business and it affects so many different parts that it can really be one of your most important tools if you know how to use it. So when I work with clients and with students it is surprising just how many different business problems actually stem from a misunderstanding of the customer. If someone has writer's block or they don't know how to structure their podcast if they're not attracting engagement on social media, if their sales copy isn't getting sales or they're stumped for an idea about their new product, if they don't know where to start promoting themselves or what the best channels are for them to use. All these seemingly completely different problems stem from not being fully in touch with your ideal customer. Because if you know what your customer dreams of in life, you can create content that helps them to get there. When you know the kind of thing they're a sucker for on Instagram, you can make posts that get their attention. When you know what they're truly struggling with, you can create a product that helps them and the sales copy that proves it to them. If you know how they spend their day, you can know where to put yourself to get in front of them. Likewise, if you're feeling generally lost and confused, overwhelmed by the options, maybe you've taken a course or you've listened to a podcast that's really thrown you off, coming back to the core of who you're doing this for can be a beacon that guides you to the right decisions for both you and for your customer. So while your business is for you and and your joy, it is just as much for your customer. Your business can't exist without serving others after all. So to be as effective as possible, it needs to be centred on the humans that you want to help. This is not to say that you become a martyr to them, of course, but that everything you do needs to be structured in line with what your customer needs. And if that doesn't work for you, 
then it's not your ideal customer. When we talk about find your ideal customer, in inverted commas, I think about this as actually being three parts, identifying them, locating them and talking to them. It's no good identifying your customer if you're not going to do anything to locate and talk to them. And equally, you don't know how to talk to them if you haven't identified and located them. So this is where you get that screaming into the void feeling. So rather than thinking, I just need to find my customer, think about it in those three parts of identify, locate and talk to give you a little bit more structure to your thinking. Let's think about identify first. Often I find that people approach this with a lot of trepidation and a lot of tension. Am I doing this right? It's too big. I can't start. How do I know for sure that this is the right thing that they'd be thinking? It feels so big and important. And like, if you get it wrong, your whole business will fail and everyone will know that you did it wrong. The problem with this way of thinking is it posits the idea that there is a right answer and a wrong answer and that both are out there for you to find. Really, the opposite is true. There is not a right answer for you to find, but a decision for you to make. You get to decide who your ideal customer is. You choose who you want to work with, who you want to help and serve and who is ideal to you. So first of all, it's getting out of the mindset of finding and into the mindset of deciding. When we're thinking about identifying our target customer, there are certain levels we want to cover. The easiest place to start is with demographic information. So how old they are, where they live, what job they do. Demographics are helpful as an in to thinking about this person, to kind of picturing them in your mind. However, many people stop at demographics and call it a job done when really demographics are just a jumping off point because there isn't really much you can do with demographic information. It's not going to help you write content that speaks to their very soul. It's not going to help you create products that are irresistible to them or help you strategize how to position your business. So really, once we've just got a general idea of what this person looks like demographically, we need to go deeper into their soul. What are their goals in life? What's standing in their way? What do they worry about? What makes them laugh? What do they do on the train? What keeps them up at night? What helps them sleep soundly? When I talk about knowing your customer, this is what I mean by knowing. Knowing their insides more than their outsides. So after identifying your ideal customer or customers, because it's very likely that most of us have got more than one, you will be wondering how to go about actually finding them. So to use a metaphor from the customer kit, in the wild, if you want to go out and kind of find an animal that you want to see, you go to their watering hole, a place where they come out into the open to quench their thirst. If you just go and stake out their burrow, then they're not going to come out because they know you're there. (laughs) But they will at some point need to go to their watering hole. So it's the same with locating your customer. If you are loitering outside their house, then it's unlikely that they'll come out. But if you go to the communal places where they go to kind of fill up, you can meet there on an equal footing. Of course, I'm not talking about literal watering holes with your customer. In this context, the watering hole is somewhere 
whether that's online or offline or both, where they spend time filling up on information and inspiration. It's important to get specific about the watering holes too. So it's easy to say, my customer's watering hole is Instagram, and then you turn up at that watering hole with your telephoto lens and you find that this watering hole is an ocean. It's huge and crowded with thousands upon thousands of all these different animals and you can't even begin to locate the one that you came to see. So we need to get more specific about that watering hole to know which section of it to go to. So when we scratch deeper and think about what kind of content they like on Instagram, what people they follow, what hashtags they follow, then we can start to narrow it down and make sure that we're looking in the right place. Identifying and finding your customer is only half of the puzzle. You actually have to do something with this information in order to make it worthwhile. And what you do is use it to talk to your customer as effectively as possible in what I call the customer-focused approach. So the customer-focused approach is where you approach all of your marketing from the viewpoint or from the shoes of your customer rather than from yourself. So rather than a thought process be, I want to promote X product, what can I say about it to get the message across? A customer-focused approach thinks, what is my customer thinking and feeling right now? What do they need and what's enticing to them? And how can I provide that to a way that's valuable? What is my customer thinking and feeling right now? What do they need? And how can I provide that to them in a way that is valuable? It's a subtle shift of emphasis from focusing on what you want to say to what they want to hear. This helps to capture the attention of your customer because you're providing content that cuts through the noise of everybody else selling to them with something finely tuned to be what they need to see or hear at that moment. Think about what makes you stop your scroll through the feed, what kind of stories that you don't skip over, what kind of newsletters you actually open and then read, what do they provide that the other things in your feed or your inbox don't. Something in them spoke to you in a way that made you feel that engaging with that content was worth your time. In this day and age with so many distractions, it's getting attention, which is the real job of your marketing. You can sell later, but first you need to actually have their attention, otherwise you're just selling to empty air. The customer-focused approach helps you to pinpoint what your customer uniquely needs in order to pay attention to what you're saying. This approach, I find, is also helpful for your own confidence and your enjoyment of marketing. No one likes doing the hard sale or even, let's be honest, something that feels remotely the tiniest bit salesy. Whereas the customer-focused approach takes the pressure off feeling like you have to talk about your business and your products the whole time. It frees you up to connect with your customer on a more valuable plane and makes the selling process more intimate and comfortable when you eventually get here. And for an example, actually, of what that might look like, I'd recommend going back two episodes to the episode on what worked in a small launch that went well, because in there I've got an example of what more intimate selling can look like. So, as I said at the beginning, this episode has been a real quick lesson in starting to think about finding your customer. First, in terms of breaking it out into those three things of identifying locating 
and talking to. The real takeaways are to really think about beyond demographics, what's going on in their lives and in their minds and getting a good grip on that. It's thinking really specifically about where they're going to fill up on inspiration and information and how you can put yourself there. And then it's thinking about what they need to hear rather than what you want to say in order to get their attention and then begin to start a relationship with them. So if you do want to dig deeper into this or you want some help to practically apply it to your business, the customer kit has pages and pages of exercises and guided prompts and templates to help you do all those things. So there's prompts to help you start to identify your customer, really detailed exercises about specifically locating them and then templates to write sales copy and all that sort of thing in order to talk to your customer and also obviously go into more detail about some of the theory than I have done here. So all the details about that you can find at simpleandseason.com forward slash customer kit. And all the details for that and anything else that I mentioned will be in the show notes on my website at simpleandseason.com forward slash podcast. And you can come and find me on Instagram at simpleandseason. If you have a friend who you think will really enjoy this episode, please do send them the link and share where you're listening online too. Until next time, I hope you grow with soul.